This is DZFE's Maestro Filipino, a focus for music with a connection to home. For this edition, I'm Daniel. The voice of the bamboo organ resounds once more within the walls of the St. Joseph Church in Las Piñas, heard here in the hands of Louis Angelo Oca, together with the St. Scholastica's College Chapel Organ, played by Marie Enoch Kim. Within those same walls, concertgoers flock to hear the historic organ in its home rather than theirs. Following two years of online events, it is no surprise that the International Bamboo Organ Festival should return, as it were, with a vengeance. Apart from partnering with other churches, the latest festival also highlights Johann Sebastian Bach's St. Matthew Passion, one of the composer's greatest works, not only in terms of music, but also of size, employing soloists, a double choir and a double orchestra, and lasting all of three hours. While that means only part of the work will be featured, even an excerpt from the St. Matthew Passion is no small matter, and this year's performance is merely the herald of things to come. Joining us to talk about that are soprano Noemi Binag and tenor Carl San Jose, both members of the Collegium Vocale Manila. They also give their own insight on the ensemble's development and name change, but first, we finish the rest of this performance from last year's IBOF. Marie Inokim and Louis Angelo Oca in Gaetano Piazza's Sonata for Two Organs. The IBOF is an annual event. This year's event is pretty special. It is going to take place in several locations. Can you give us a short overview of how this year's IBOF came about? This year is going to be, as you said, very special because it's the first time since the pandemic that we will be coming together and we will be performing live at St. Joseph's and at San Ezekiel Moreno and at St. Scholasticas. We will be highlighting J.S. Bach's gargantuan work, the St. Matthew Passion. And I say gargantuan because it's the largest amongst his passions in terms of force, 
in terms of length, in terms of texture, and our audience will get to enjoy listening to double choirs and double orchestra. So it's going to be amazing and we are very excited. And it will also inaugurate a series of concerts and the tradition perhaps of performing the St. Matthew Passion hopefully every year. So we're going to do it by chunks. At the same time, we will be working with our friends from previous festivals and um, some of our members are new to the festival as well. We have this trajectory of involving a lot of members in the community. So that includes churches, that includes non-musicians. For example, for the St. Matthew Passion, instead of having an evangelist sing his part, we will be having a narrator who will be speaking the lines. So it's an opportunity for us to involve a lot of people in this concert. And apart from people, we also would like to establish and uphold our connections with the different churches here in the Philippines. So we've already started with one last year performing at San Beda, the Abbey there. And for this year, we have St. Scholastica's. And in the previous years, in this year as well, we have Semo. So hopefully more churches in the future will be involved. Yeah, definitely. And if I'm not mistaken, one of the churches you will be performing in is in Pampanga? Mm, yes, it will be a recital. A recital. recital, yeah. Have you performed at that church before? We haven't. I think this is the first time. So we will be sending our organist there, and I think he will hold the concert there for free. This year's performances are a little different as well. A bigger choir means new members. So what was it like preparing for this particular event where you had to bring in a lot of new blood who might be uninitiated to period performance? I will let Carl have the floor. Yes, please, yeah. Carl. The floor is yeah. yours. We do have a lot of members, especially for the St. Matthew Passion. So many young people. And it's quite apparent that they haven't experienced this kind of scale of Baroque music before. And so I kind of feel like reminiscing to my old days as a senior member of the choir. <laughs> I was probably like that in the beginning. There's definitely a lot of struggles for them, but Mambev really shows well. Some of these singers, some of the best young singers I know and I've seen currently. In rehearsal, they come prepared. They know what to do. They are ready to mark their scores, to listen to instruction. And rehearsals for the St. Matthew Passions have been very smooth. I have no complaints. So these kids are really good. Was there anything that you discovered that they really had to learn? Definitely that forward sound, that shmal, that Sayudi is looking for. Because the choral sound here is very subdued and rounded, and it has to be so homogenous. For Baroque or early music, that's not really the case. We need it to be a bit more yeah, nasal and pointed, a bit more focused in the front. And so there's a lot of opportunity in the rehearsals for Sir Yudi to point this out. We do have a bunch of parts where there are soloists who are younger, who are definitely more used to the usual choir singing, where it sounds too beautiful. Like the past rehearsal, we had to tell someone, no, make it uglier, no, or make it a lot more angry, or something like that. We've been trained as choral singers to sing bel canto. 
the beautiful legato way of singing. And so with St. Matthew Passion being a Baroque piece in our Latin American Baroque music, Richard Davilianzikos, it's closer to how we normally speak. For us Filipinos, we have a mm. timbre that's lighter and brighter as well. So it's up here and it's closer to that area. Thank you. 
violinist Christian Tan, organist Armando Salarza, and the Manila Baroque Ensemble under Beverly Shang Quan Cheng in Antonio Vivaldi's Concerto for Violin, Organ and Strings in C Major, RV 808. We now resume our interview with the history of the Viencico Vocal Ensemble's new name, Collegium Vocale Manila. Once more, here are soprano Noemi Binag and tenor Carl San Jose. This has been a discussion that has been going on for years, actually, because Viencico is a very specific term. It's a specific Latin American Christmas carol. And so when we call ourselves the Viencico Vocal Ensemble, we're really kind of limiting ourselves into just these things. Although there's a great big reason why we decided to call ourselves Viencico anyways when we started. Because when we started singing Viencicos back in 20-something, it clicked. We all felt it was natural, like it was our own music. And Sir Leo said it's probable that we had our own Viencicos back in the day. We even had traces of European composers that went here to the Philippines. For sure, we had something like Italian Baroque styles of music back in the day that just wasn't able to survive. That's why the style itself clicks very much. But also the group is highly trained. So when we do Viencicos, we can also do Bach. We can also do Palestrina. There's so much more that we can do. So we try not to limit ourselves. And so the process of looking for this name has been a few years coming. And so we have finally come up with Collegium Vocale Manila. By Collegium, we mean College of Scholars, music students, which we are. Vocale, uh, voice ensemble. And that's how we came up with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it sort of expanded our repertoire. It expanded the people who are now part of the group, music graduates and music enthusiasts Mm -hmm. as well. So it's more fitting. You've both been with the group for a long time. So uh, over the years at the IBOF, how have you seen it develop? I don't know if you know this, Daniel. We started out as the JMEG Chorale. JMEG is the Junior Music Educators Guild in UP because that's the music ed department's organization. So music ed students, in their curriculum, they don't have a lot of performing classes or performing opportunities. So the organization's aim is to provide performance opportunities for the educators because they need that. They cannot just be theoretical teachers that don't know how to perform. These music ed students, they're our friends. They invited us to sing back in 2011. And that was the first time Sir Yudi saw the group. Music ed students along with their friends, conducting students, voice students, me, a composition student, a bunch of others, we sang the full entire Vivaldi Gloria. Stephanie Quintin was the soloist. And so Yudi said, this group has potential and fits well in the bamboo organ. And so the next year, 2012, that was our first foray into the bamboo organ. And then ever since, we've been performing every year. So the identity definitely has changed. It has shifted from the JMEG chorale into what we have now, the Collegium Vocale. Now, going on to the highlight of the program, the Bach St. Matthew Passion, before everything else, why did you decide to bring out this work now? We want to introduce the work in its entirety, and we want to do it by introducing parts of it. 
I think it was year 2019 when they already performed part of St. Matthew's. Yeah. And we're doing um, a different portion of it now, hopefully. And as with all other groups in some parts of the world, we are able to perform the entire work in the near future. This is kind of Sir Leo's dream for a while, for us to be able to sing the entire passions. But we start off with doing one piece first, and then now we're leveling up to an entire section, an entire act, I think. We've done a similar thing a couple of years ago. We performed the Gloria of the B minor Mass with this vision of performing the entire work as well. So that is why you will be performing this, but this is, as we have mentioned many times, a pillar of the repertoire, performed yeah. and recorded many times as well. What new thing, what new aspects are you bringing into this? For this year, instead of an evangelist, which is a tenor doing recitative, we're doing narrators. So there will be people narrating the evangelist part. It's quite a special role in both storytelling and singing. And so when we finally do an entire St. Matthew Passion, the evangelist needs to be someone who has really been trained to be an evangelist. And that's something that we can include the community in. Like We can have different readers from the community. Of course, this being the International Bamboo Organ Festival, the Las Piñas Boys Choir will be there as well. Oh yeah, they'll be involved in our St. Matthew Passion as well. There is a boys soprano part in the St. Matthew Passion itself, but they will also sing a Hosanna arranged by Sir Yudi in part one of the program. You also got help from the German Embassy. Can you tell us how the German Embassy contributed to this year's concert? Wow, we've been so blessed actually. The German Embassy has sponsored us by buying our St. Matthew Passion choral parts from Derenreiter. This is something that we will use and then we will leave with the bamboo organ organization to keep it safe so that we can use it in the future. This is something that's also quite unprecedented. We yeah. haven't had something like that done for us for a long time. Yeah, yeah. so thank you to the German, the German embassy, embassy for sponsoring our Berenreiter scores. In rehearsal, we were asked to write with our pencils for the conductor's notes and stuff and for the singer's notes so that in the future, there's always a reference when another person or another choir will use it. There are already markings. So there's always a vision of that.
That was Eudenis Palaruan's arrangement of the Hosanna, brought to us by the Las Piñas Boys Choir and organist Armando Salarza. The work rings out again in this year's International Bamboo Organ Festival, taking place at the St. Joseph Church in San Ezequiel Moreno Oratory in Las Piñas, the San Beda University and St. Scholastica College churches in Manila, and Betis Church in Pampanga, from February 23 to March 4. Performing this year are organist Luc Bonnet, piccolo player Rafael Leone, harpsichordist Carolyn Kleina Cheng, and of course, titular organist Dr. Armando Salarza, the Collegium Vocale Manila, the Las Piñas Boys Choir, the Manila Baroque Ensemble, and conductor Dr. Beverly Sheng Kwan Cheng. Bach's St. Matthew Passion will be performed on March 2 and 4, with soloists soprano Stephanie Quintin Avila and tenor Irvin Lumawag. For more information on the 48th International Bamboo Organ Festival, visit bamboo-organ.com or facebook.com slash bamboo-organ-festival. That is all for this Maestro Filipino, DZFE's weekly feature for fine music in our locale. Each episode airs Saturday at 12 noon, the following Sunday, 12 midnight, and lastly, the next Thursday at 8 in the evening. Maestro Filipino episodes are uploaded every week on our SoundCloud and Spotify channels. Once more, this is Daniel, and thank you for listening.